What time does the wristwatch strap shop shut? What time does the wristwatch wrist strap shop strap shop shop shut? Shut. Yeah. What time does the wristwatch strap shop shut? What time does the wristwatch strap 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 fuck? A stunt sat on a stump and thunked the stump stunk, but the stump thunked the stunt stunk. Somebody has these memorized to do them as vocal warm-ups? I don't know. This one's not too bad. Four furious friends fought for the phone. Hello. Welcome to episode one of Another Day. Another movie. I'm Mitch. I'm Scott. And if you didn't see our episode zero... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hello and welcome to New Day, New Movie. Where we watched 365 movies in 365 days. I'm your first co-host, Scott. I'm your second co-host, Mitch. But uh, relevance is not in that order. Or no. importance is not in that order. Fuck, I always, I always fuck up what I'm trying to say here. <sighs> that snippet you just heard was indeed us. Yeah, like nine months ago. Wow, that was rough. So Jess put in a clip of like a nun reprimanding or something because it's confession time. Shame. Shame. So, this is our very special halfway done episode, episode 26, and we have some things to tell you. We did not start out as the NDNM podcast, as you just heard. We started a podcast back in July of last year with the same intent as we are doing now, 365 movies in 365 days. However, we fell into some issues. We watched 10 weeks worth of movies, we recorded six <laughs> episodes, but we had yet to publish one of those episodes, and we got to the point where we knew we were just so far behind and needed to post an episode, and by the time that happened, somebody had posted a podcast with the same name. So needless to say, Scott and I were a little devastated. Uh, we took a walk. We used to take a lot of walks. <laughs> we rebranded. We set a schedule, and now here we are 26 weeks later. Yeah, so <laughs> this idea actually started after too many drinks and watching three movies in a row one week. Mm -hmm. We were both off work and uh, made a plan to watch Fate of the Furious before we went to see F9 in theaters. And long story short, with the help of lots of alcohol, came up with the idea to watch a movie a day for a year. But uh, as Mitch said, once it became a podcast idea, we were kind of already into it and trying to catch up didn't work out too well but we we got our plan back together and uh we launched for halloween like we intended yeah and uh here we are 26 we are. sweets later plus the ones we don't count <laughs> yeah the ones we do not Ooh. speak of except for now except because, for now because we've we've made it halfway and we thought why not give ourselves a little break that's what we thought I don't think that what we did actually gave us <laughs> no. a break at all. <laughs> I think it was the opposite, actually. Thinking that we were watching movies that we had technically already seen. Essentially, in honor of the week back in July when everything kind of came into fruition for us, uh, we decided for our 26th episode, we were going to rewatch all the movies that we did that first week that started this journey and listen back to some of our first commentary ever and see if our opinions have changed. Uh, so now that the secret is out, there's definitely some movies that I miss 
that I wish we could talk about, like Pig, Malignant, Dark Shadows, Polar. Mm. Those are just to name a few. But Put there's, a lot, there's a lot that I'm glad we don't have to talk about anymore. <laughs> Or have to do a rating scale or any of the, the stuff some that we Actually, some now. of the movies that we reference that we've seen when we talk about in episodes for NDNM uh, were actually movies that we watched then. Mm-hmm. So like when we mention uh, The Resort. The Resort or um, I don't know. There's probably plenty more. But The Resort definitely stands out. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fascinating to go back. Uh, I was dreading it. I'm not going to lie to to listen to us if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. But I found it I found it very inter- interesting and entertaining. We have improved drastically so much. <laughs> uh which we still probably suck, but we used to really suck. <laughs> but uh everybody's got to start somewhere, right? That's true. But I just think back to things that we said in that episode that if we if we only knew. I mean, I think we're going to struggle to remember what our first week of movies even was <laughs> six months down the road <laughs> <laughs> oh oh dear sweet naive you're younger scott <laughs> yes <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> but uh i do think that's an interesting thing to test here because i feel like i remembered more than i thought i would of these movies once we got back into them and then immediately forgot it again <laughs> yeah I, I ran into that too there was some that I didn't remember at all. And then I they started playing. I was like, oh, shit, I remember this now. And, and it's then, all coming back. Um, there was some that I feel like I was a little harsh on the first time around. And then, you know, comparatively to some of the movies that I've seen, I'm like, oh, this really wasn't that bad <laughs> compared to some of the shit we've had to watch. I thought that as well, yes. But I'm, I'm super interested because I think we can compare – uh, now between, you know, this podcast and our, our previous installments that, you know, never saw the light of day, uh, <laughs> you know, were we picking better quality of movies back then or now? Have our opinions changed around the movie since having watched, what, 250-ish movies <sighs> since that first week? If you add both podcasts together. That's why we don't speak of them. Yes. We, we, don't, we want to forget that we wasted. <laughs> We're already technically further 70 along movies. than we really are. But, <laughs> but we wanted to do it right. So we decided to just start fresh. And but, uh, yeah. But yeah, I found some, found some gems. I'm excited. Are you? Listening. I'm excited. Should, um, we, should we get in? Well, so one thing I thought was pretty funny that you had mentioned you found as well. I'm not I feel like at some like point we're classic. gonna watch like Casablanca or something. Oh, you cut out the part where you said, <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> "Yeah, maybe." I, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that we mentioned Casablanca like that was something that we originally had, had intended on watching watch, at some point, yeah. and it only took us about nine months. <laughs> nine months, two hundred and fifty <laughs> movies. You know who's counting? <laughs> but we got there. But we also had some staples that have stuck with us, like. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but so yeah <laughs> but so yeah <laughs> yeah but so yeah. <laughs> our transitions yes <laughs> yes we we haven't gotten better at those <laughs> uh. but uh yeah let's uh let's get into it yeah ah uh, he put that doja reference in there for me yeah, without further ado, here are the movies of week 26 or week one of... Week 0.01. 
which whichever like, before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seven movies that I don't know if I would have ever watched again. At least not together in a week. <laughs> <laughs> or had to talk about it again. Yeah. I don't know. So on Monday, we watched Fate of the Furious. Uh, on Tuesday, F9. Wednesday, Werewolves Within. Thursday, Iron Mask. <laughs> Man, I'm happy we get to at least revisit this one. <laughs> Friday, Save Yourselves. Saturday, Freaky. And we f- closed out the week on Sunday with Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> we picked some shitty ass yeah, movies to start off that yeah, podcast. We did. Um, so yeah, quick, quick, how this is gonna go? Uh, we've we've done, we've gone back, we've listened through, and uh, we've kind of thrown together some clips real quick that we'll 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 do like we usually do. We'll tell you the movie and then read the synopsis, and then uh, I'll play the clip of uh they're all little montages of of what i thought the highlights <laughs> of the conversation were so um so without further ado once more monday monday f8 of the furious <laughs> i like that better than fate yeah <laughs> that's how i spelled it when i wrote i just put f8 like fate yeah yep. that's probably how they it is how it, it is really spelled, yeah. yeah god it's ridiculous <laughs> Now that Dominic Toretto and Letty Ortiz are on their honeymoon, and Brian and Mia have retired from the game, and the rest of the crew has been exonerated, the globetrotting team has found a semblance of a normal life. But when a mysterious woman seduces Dom into the world of crime, he can't seem to escape, and a battle of betrayal, and a fuck... Every goddamn time, shaking my head. And a betrayal of those closest... (laughs) I read battle, man. (laughs) I don't know where you saw that. Betrayal, I guess. Battle of betrayal or whatever. And a betrayal of those closest to him. They will face trials that will test them as never before. From the shores of Cuba to... And the fucking... Jesus. Off to a good start tonight. From the shores of Cuba and the streets of New York City to the icy plains of the Arctic. Sounds like America the Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) The elite force will crisscross the globe to stop an anarchist from unleashing chaos on the world stage and to bring home the man who made them a family. 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 (laughs) You have no idea how many times we played the family (laughs) clip in the first go around. So I'm going to play the clip. um, But (laughs) to preface the clip, we talked about fate of the furious for maybe three minutes <laughs> yeah. and and just kind of <laughs> jumped into f9 and didn't even like acknowledge that we had moved on and uh after watching it i i totally understand why <laughs> yes but uh here's what little i could get from our <laughs> f8 recap so this was my second time watching the film um first time remembering it all i remember is there's a submarine there was a lamborghini driving on ice yep now it's about family it was pretty ridiculous but it wasn't f9 ridiculous i don't remember much of it (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty solid (laughs) we weren't too bad we weren't off the mark Oh man! Because my first note was, I'm having the same problem talking about this movie that I did the first time we talked about this movie, yeah. which is that it is so overshadowed by F9. <laughs> it fucking is. And like, what's crazy is this movie is ridiculous on its own accord. Oh yeah! Like you have supercars on a frozen lake in Russia that bring down a submarine. 
But that just pales in comparison to F9. I'm coining it the return of Xander Cage effect. <laughs> I I 100% believe, I think, once you've seen it, and it's not a shock anymore how stupid it could possibly go. Yeah. It's just not the same. Mm-mm. It's it's kind of boring. And I've I really found with both of them that I think I was more bored than anything. Yeah, they're not great movies. No, they are the first time though, right? Yeah, you're a like little... Like, they're just amazing the first time because you're just in awe. Yeah, because you're just kind of like... Like, what the fuck is who, happening? Who greenlit this idea? <laughs> who came up with these ideas? You got a fucking Let alone neon green. green them. Who wrote this down? Lamborghini like... <laughs> driving across ice, and they're like, we got to take that submarine down. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I agree with our older selves as well. I don't really remember much of this one other than the submarine. Still. The thing that I wrote, and this is definitely the biggest takeaway from this movie and most of the you know more recent Fast and the Furious franchise movies, but family. 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 You know, Dom fights his family to save his family. Because family. Because of family. <laughs> but I said from Charlie's Theron who is yet to evolve into Simple Jack. I ain't got a good, good, good brain. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, uh, she, she's got like dreads in this one or something? Yeah, just, big, she meets some in Cuba and she has the dreads yeah, yeah. in and she's, you know, st- fumbling with the car a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Dom's like, oh, a woman needing help with a car. That's right up my alley. And then she's like, oh... Look who I have. And She's like flirting with him and then drops a bomb that isn't revealed until like three quarters of the way later into the movie. That he has a son. Yeah. <laughs> Family. Oh. Um, I don't know. It's like this movie would be absolutely crazy if I hadn't seen F9 or F9 twice now, you know? Yeah. Because it, it is kind of crazy. Uh, this was the one where Dom is in the middle of all the cars in his charger, right? And they all shoot like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, goddamn Moby Dick style. Yeah, harpoons from Harpoons the car. out of their cars and yeah. like, he ends up he, escaping He like still. reverses real quick on one of them and the car goes flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is okay, where, I remember some of it. Yeah, yeah. the visits, you know, are starting Honestly, to though, go off whack on this one. With, with that, because F9 is so much more ridiculous, the less ridiculous things... I feel like watching them back to back, when I went back to, th- to think of talking points, I kept getting parts confused. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know which movie they were from. I had to sit there and think about it and try and logic it out. Like, okay, so Jason Statham wasn't like their friend yet. Or wait, <laughs> no, he was because he had to go to the plane. But then he, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like. And it doesn't help that they keep adding in so many family members to this tree. Oh, there's like, so many people. <laughs> there's so many people. It's literally the Avengers. It is. It's just... But more ridiculous and less believable. <laughs> like superheroes seem more plausible <laughs> than the trap that's going on in these movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least they acknowledge, well, they do acknowledge an F9 finally, I guess, which they're, we'll talk about. Invincibility. But, but like, at least superhero movies, they acknowledge that it's super. Right. This is just they're they're like super spies now. And I love that because I'm I'm a huge fan of or I was a huge fan of the Fast and Furious movies. Like that was my childhood. Mm-hmm. I had all of the little action figures. I used to draw all the cars 
you know, in nice. class and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted a, an orange Supra for forever. Blue and then Nissan a blue Skyline. Skyline. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. But uh, but then it stopped being like goofy schlocky about the cars and the racing, street racing and the women. And it became and, uh, about family. But um, this was, I believe this was the one where Paul, Paul Walker passed away at the end, right? And they had to finish it with his brother. No, you're one. That was one before that? One before that. Oh, yeah, because it didn't have the race at the end. I was trying to think. I thought that was that one. No, because like even in the synopsis that you read, it said uh, it mentions Brian it. and Mia had retired from the game. Yeah, but I mean, in the F nine, he they're also retired from the game because but they Mia. refuse to acknowledge that he's yeah. not around anymore. Yeah. They're like keeping him alive, which I think is a really weird choice because thinking of that scene, which now was F seven, whatever that mm-hmm. was, I forget the title of that one, but um, might have been just F seven. Maybe <laughs> Furious Seven. They did a Fast Five, fast and then a five. Furious Six, and then a Fast and Furious Seven. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they're they're switching up the names on me, get me confused. But um, but like that send off at the end of the movie, I remember was like touching enough. You know, like it was like a nice. It was kind of like a, a wrap up and and honor him. For having I get what you're saying away. now is like why even reintroduce keep, him exactly. in the further movie? Like just move yeah. on. But then, then at the end of see, see, this is exactly why we moved on to F nine originally because there's so little to talk about F eight when you have F nine in existence. Yeah, because it just all plays into F nine, but you don't actually need the F eight as a precursor. Nope. Like you could just go straight into F nine and catch up. You'll figure it out. That's like something we mentioned in the first time around. Yeah. Is that like you could just jump into any of these movies and you could probably just figure out. Probably. You'd be confused because there's like a hundred fucking people. But I mean. And you're like, who's that guy? Context but, clues. I have faith enough in humanity to. <laughs> you can't even get through that sentence. <laughs> no, I mean it. Unlike Hollywood, I have faith enough in humanity to use their brain when they watch movies. <sighs> um, oh. But here's the fun part about this week. We get to rate these movies and see how shitty of a pick did we do the first go around? I don't think I can give this a one. I think I feel like I would watch it again comparatively to F9 and we keep doing that but you, you kind of have to right there you can't ignore what happened in F9 this this really just doesn't have any rewatchable purpose it's like the one movie in existence or the one series even maybe <laughs> i'd be interested to go back and watch like 5 on like five through seven, mm-hmm. because I feel like that's where they went just absurd, right? Yeah. I feel like four is when they brought back the original cast after Tokyo Drift, and it was all still at least somewhat grounded in the street racing kind of thing. But four was like the whole they were like secret agent yeah. kind of thingy. And then five was when they just like Robin the rock Banks comes in, in South and, America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pulling safes down the goddamn <laughs> vault that's the size of a bedroom. <laughs> Down a highway, yeah. And they all get stupid rich. But I feel like this is the one movie in existence where usually you have a movie that's a sequel and you can't talk about it without talking about the prequel, Mm -hmm. right? But this is like, this is a movie that you can't talk about without talking about its its sequel. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird to think about. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a movie where I'm like, I'd rather... Like, I need to tell you about F9 to be able to tell you about F8. Which is crazy. <laughs> but 
But it makes yeah, it's it's not in the story in story terms necessarily, but I don't know. Weird. But no, I'm with you. This would be a zero for me. So off to a good start on uh, anniversary week. (laughs) Zero for zero. (laughs) Ah, here we go. So the movie that inspired everything. Yep. F9. Dom and the crew must take on the international terrorist who turns out to be Dom and Mia's estranged brother. Oh, and they take a fucking car to space. They forgot that little detail in the synopsis, but I thought I'd fix it. Oh, that's it? (laughs) That's that's, that's (laughs) That's the entire fucking synopsis. (laughs) I guess that's fine. Leave it it to the movie to tell you what happens, because if you read it, you wouldn't fucking believe it. (laughs) Do you have the clip for us? (laughs) Yes, I do. The new Fast and Furious movies are basically like Man of Steel. John Cena's character hit his growth spurt in his mid-thirties. Jets or planes that are picking up cars with magnets. Car propel itself off a cliff by a bridge cable. Or you land on the hood of a car, as we saw in this movie. Well, not even the hood. Anywhere on on a car. car. As long as someone throws a car (laughs) underneath you when you're falling, you're safe. A Jeep truck driving on a bridge that had collapsed by the laws of gravity and drive car chase through landmines car fall on somebody and survive being shot by 30 dudes and surviving and that's the first 20 minutes of the film five stars totally recommend (laughs) oh god dude and that's the first 20 minutes of the movie oh my (laughs) it's true though oh this movie is ridiculous dude so what was funny is I was uh, I was playing this last week during one of my off periods, and I was you know taking some notes and stuff. And my st- one of my students from my OTV class was in the in the room, and I was like, "Hey, have you have you seen this movie?" And they're like, "No, what is it?" I was like, "Oh, this is F 9 and I was like, "The newest fr- you know Fast and the Furious movie." And then I started to explain some of the things that happened in this movie, <laughs> and they're like, "There's no way that happens." <laughs> And I was like, oh, just let me show you. <laughs> and I fast-forwarded to those points in in the film where, like, Vin Diesel rips down a fucking missile silo. Yep. Or they take a car to space. I mean, just absolutely, like, punching through cement walls. Uh, it just, it, it never stops. The amount of ridiculous things that take place in this movie. Tej says that to Roman when they're in the Pontiac Fiero in space. And they say that they made it and they can't tell anybody because no one's going to believe them. Yep. Right? Two, two, two kids from the street out in space now, right? No one's going to believe us. That's how I feel about watching this movie. In a Pontiac Fiero, yeah. If you explain what happens, I feel like no one's going to believe you. <laughs> you just have to see it to believe it. You have to. And then even afterwards, I don't think you really process everything, which is why we had what, a six, seven-hour conversation after the movie over drinks to just try to figure out what the hell we six, just watched? seven-hour conversation, six or 17 drinks. <laughs> drinks. <laughs> we went to a, a brewery, and then when they closed, we went to a bar. <laughs> and then when they closed, we went home and drank more. <laughs> and not once did we stop talking about the shit that no, happened in this movie. It was movie. all about F9. <laughs> Uh, like my first thought going back to this movie it was just like I forgot how much plot armor everyone in this franchise had oh my god but I'm so happy that they addressed it like they were willing to be like doesn't anybody realize like how weird it is that we never get hurt 
Like, I'm just like, thank you. And then for... I'll just make fun of Roman for, for thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> Yet it's so true. Like we're not superheroes. He pulled a, uh, a Shanghai Noon at the end. You remember Shanghai Noon? Jackie, uh, Jackie Chan, Chan and, and Owen Wilson. Wilson. And yeah. at the end, they do the Mexican standoff. Yep. And he's got all the bullet holes in his thing. Mm-hmm. That's what Roman does with the, like, 50 guys that come in and shoot at him. Yeah, he's just surrounded. And, he and he's just... not in cover or anything. He's just kind of spinning around and shooting up like it's his final stand you think he's gonna go and then he doesn't go so then they're like oh let's mess with landmines and uh the fuck <laughs> yeah. are they driving it the tank he was driving truck? this like tank thing because it was a callback to, to f8 because he picked the lamborghini mm, for yeah the, for the ice which was a dumb choice because it wasn't it's not a good car for that yeah and so he was like oh because who i don't remember Ted was saying something about out of the whole comic part of the movie is just between Roman and Tej. Yeah. And Tej is like with Natalie Emanuel's character. I can't remember her name in the movie. Uh, but they're both like kind of fighting over her and I don't know. That, that whole. It's a weird love triangle. That's not. It's more of a straight line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> now this, this, this is one of the few movies that I think you just really need to just see to to understand how ridiculous it actually is. I went into this excited. Okay. Because I I really, I mean, the last time I saw it was that week. It's not like I've seen this since. No, this isn't something I'd just throw on. Right? Well, I don't even think it's come on to anywhere that you could get it. I mean, we could obviously have bought it and watched it, but like it just went on to HBO in the last month or two, I think. Yeah, not too recent. So I was curious to see if it lived up to my memories of it. And I guess it did, but mm-hmm. like it was ridiculous, but it wasn't, it just didn't hit as hard anymore. Cause again, back to the return of Xander Cage effect, we'd already seen it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think watching this validated my thoughts more than anything on our discussion about, about that, about triple X, because it's just not, it's just kind of boring. At that point, once you see something that has topped that and you know what they are capable of in making a movie, what you know what a Vin Diesel movie is capable of bringing to the table. Yeah. And I, I think between this and F8, I was mostly just kind of bored because I knew, you know, I knew it was about to happen. There was a few things that I kind of forgot. Like when Cardi B came on, I was like, yeah. oh my God, I forgot about that cameo. Mm-hmm. Like that was terrible. <laughs> Bitch, why you talking like that, bitch? But it's just, I think the, the I mean, maybe I've changed, right? Then that's maybe part of what we're trying some. to figure out, too. Of course. But I think, I think, like I said earlier, I think I, I, think I mentioned it, that the, the fun part of these movies is watching it for the first time with no expectations and with a group of friends. And thus, the experience of watching this again, I can't say was very fulfilling. Hmm. Like, it just wasn't... It, it did hit a little bit different, right? This movie is nonstop action for two hours and 22 minutes, where the laws of physics don't exist, characters are invincible, Simple Jack is the antagonist... And the points don't matter. And family means everything. <laughs> but, like you said, now having known what happens, it just doesn't... It just doesn't breathe the same way. It doesn't, like doesn't 
challenge your mind to process what you just saw as much. No, because if you don't know, like my first experience watching this, when you see the jet car, yeah, when you come into the the Tokyo Drift crew and they're doing they're racing the jet mm-hmm. on the on the the runway, like you you're not thinking anywhere in your mind. They're taking this car to space. You're yeah. just not because you you would never expect that. And then once you see it, you're like, oh my fucking God, they're doing it. But now that we know they did it, it's just kind of like, oh, here we go. They're going into space now. And if you've never seen this movie, obviously like these things just sound absolutely wild to you. And they are for the first time that you view them. You know, And I already mentioned some of the things, but just to name a few more that I haven't already mentioned. Um, they use a magnet to bring a car through a building. Mm. Um, with John Cena in it. Yes. And it smashes into the magnet, which is in the back of a, of a, like a box truck. Yeah, yeah, you all. (laughs) It smashes into the back of it roof first. So there's like no way John Cena could have survived that. He would have been crushed and killed even in a, in a universe where any of that is plausible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we have a theory. We have a theory. And this came up in the first podcast and we're going to bring it up now. But. Essentially, our theory, and I, I've expanded it even more, having watched this again. Oh, okay? no. So if, oh, you, no. if you landed on a car or if you were in a car, it was impossible to be hurt. I'm going to further that and say if you can even see a car. <laughs> if there is a car in your line of in vision, a mile radius, you will you won't not die. be hurt. If you're not a bad guy. Because <laughs> I, I was watching the scene where Vin Diesel had just picked up Letty and the helicopter or the the jet plane sucked a, a car to the bottom of it to fly away with the car oh, as yeah. like a getaway. Yeah, when they when you first meet And then John he Cena. And then he Tarzans across the canyon yeah. by ramming the side of his front wheel and Yeah, we mentioned that in the clip. <laughs> lodging like a piece of wood connected to a rope bridge that yeah. he uses the rope to swing across the canyon. Like he intended on doing that, but the way that it shows it is just kind of sheer luck. Yeah. That it would. That it would work. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, let's just, he makes it to the other side of the canyon. And if you watch the frame, neither him nor Letty are wearing seatbelts. Yet that car rolls like 10 fucking times once it hits the other side of the yeah. canyon. And then they just walk out and everything's fine. So at least in F8 in the beginning, when the car's on fire and he drives it off the edge when he's racing at the very beginning, you remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least he like Superman, you know, superhero landing rolls out of the car. Well, that's true too. As long as you jump and roll out yeah. of the car, you yeah. can, you'll be fine. If you roll out of a car, if you're in a car, if you land on a car, oh my god! But the the best example of that, is, okay, and then we're done because I feel like we're gonna, we're doing it again. Yeah, we're just talking about F9 way too much. Do you remember at the end when John Cena turns good again and he's like fighting back and Dom like hits the car so that it flips. So like he knocks a car to where John Cena, okay, the this big vehicle that he's, I can't even explain this shit. This big vehicle he's in gets blown up and John Cena gets thrown into the air and Dom like goes up to, I don't remember if it was a car driving or a parked car or something and like bumps it so that it spins and it catches John Cena. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the implication is that if he hit the ground, he would have died. But because the car got between him and the ground and caught him, he's okay. He landed on the car. He's okay. I was like, "What the fuck?" 
And what's crazy is as much as we shit on this movie, there is a special place in my heart for it. I think so. Because too. it inspired our podcast. Uh, just because we had to talk about it after watching it for the first time. Yeah. Um, and I say I was bored, but we, we've had the same discussions we had back then. We did. Now that we've just been at reminded. a very smaller scale. Yeah, but now that we've been reminded. And I think what's nice, too, is that there is a 10th one in the works, which I've mentioned previously. And I, I kind of, hope for, I kind of hope for two things. That either one, they go bigger than this. Or two, they forget everything that happened. And they go back to stealing VCRs and street racing. Yeah, <laughs> there's no in between. You either have to but go you bigger, can't do that, or now. go back to your roots. With all the people they're bringing on, how would you do that and still have the Rock and Jason Statham and you know you got the Hobbs and Jason Shaw Momoa thing, Brie Larson, and now you've got yeah, no, oh yeah, the DC and Marvel crossover. Mm-hmm. The universes collide. I wonder if that's what it's going to be called. F10 universes collide. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've already seen what two multiverse movies so far. Yeah. Everything everywhere all at once and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange, it's coming know, up. Multiverse of Madness is coming out. Yep. So who's to say that we don't have a, you know, a oh, multiverse what if, F10. <laughs> okay, I know this isn't going to happen. I'm not saying it seriously, but what an amazing cameo that would be. In any movie like that. In a multiverse movie, right? Where you just, it's just a quick, you know, you see the charger drive by and Vin Diesel's in it. Like, you don't even <laughs> acknowledge it, but, you you know, it's there. It's like an Easter egg for people looking. It's just there. It'd yeah. be amazing. It would be awesome. <laughs> anyway, let's rate this son of a bitch. Uh, you go first. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> I came into this discussion thinking I was going to give it a zero but still being uncertain. But I, I think, I don't know. I know we can't do conditional ratings, <laughs> but if you've not seen this, this is 100% a one. Mm-hmm. If you've already seen it, no, don't watch it again. Why? <laughs> Unless you really, really want to or you like it. You know, I'm sure there's people out there that love this yeah. genuinely, not ironically. And that's great. And watch it to your heart's content. I'm also going to give it a one, but it's more for nostalgic reasons. And more for what what came what out of this to movie. The podcast. Yes, <laughs> its importance to us. This is this is the root <laughs> of the podcast, and I, I could not give That's the fair. movie that inspired this crazy idea of ours a zero. So yeah. this is a one from me. All right, I say ones, and I think just talking to people who haven't seen it. You know, and saying it's the true. shit that's in it, that's and seeing their if you face, seen it, right? seeing their face, and they're like, "There's no way that happened." You're like, "Uh, that you know that right there warrants a one as well." Until F10 comes out, yeah, and Hopefully. then we'll maybe talk about this the same way we talked about Fate of the Furious. Yeah, we won't be able to talk about it without talking about the new one. But anyway, moving on to Wednesday. Where Wednesday, werewolves within. I'll make the joke from the first one. (laughs) WWW. Wednesday, werewolves within. Yeah. Yeah. There's some alliteration for your ass. Oh, God. So, uh, werewolves within. A proposed gas pipeline has created divisions within a small town of Beaverfield. When a snowstorm traps its residents together inside the local inn, newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecily. 
Yes, Cecily, must try to keep the peace and uncover a truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. Hit it. It wasn't awful. It, no, it wasn't. I a, wouldn't. It wasn't a bad movie. Watch it again, probably. This was a movie based on a video game, based on a card game. Most people, honestly, the acting in this movie wasn't horrible. No, it just... It's it, pretty good. It's just the movie was forgettable. Kind of awkward and, and goofy. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is this is a movie I wouldn't watch again. And here we are nine months later <laughs> watching it again. Well, it, I'm glad we did because... <laughs> All right. I, I will start by saying... here Here's my current thoughts of this movie. This is a very... 2020 2021 movie Mm -hmm. this is one of those movies all the political correctness and the current slang and the things like stuff that they put in this movie like we talk about movies that feel very of the time right like fisher king we just talked about what last week whatever that felt very early 90s yeah right this feels very of the times too the times is just now and I think this is probably one that someone would watch in 10, 15 years and be like, LOL, remember the early 2020s? Mm. You know? Yeah. Because that's that's really all the references and things in this movie. Uh, I, I feel like that's kind of a defining feature of this movie. Yeah, part of it. Because it's such a big kind of part. But anyway, that being said, I think this was fine. I feel like I really disliked it the first time we watched it, um, which I thought was funny. That's why I, I patched that uh, clip together the way I did, because we really kind of just shit on this movie. Well, we didn't shit on it, but we, we really... We didn't know better. The consensus for both of us was this movie was very meh. And then at the end, you're like, yeah, so if you're looking for something like that, it's fun. You know, go watch this. <laughs> And I thought that was hilarious. So that was the ending clip of you're like, it's fun. <laughs> I don't think I disliked it as much as you did. And having no, watched it so, again, yeah. and I'll say this for probably a few of the movies this week, but I like this better the second time around yeah. than I did the first time yeah. around. Yeah. And especially comparing it to some of the other 2020, 2021 films that we have seen. Yeah. This is definitely a standout and I would say a lot better than some of the other ones that we yes. have had to watch throughout the podcast. Yes, I agree. I think that that feature of it being a very early 2020s movie, yeah, um, that's all it is, right? There are other movies that we've watched that I feel like are like that, but take it to... Like at the time when we watched this, this was kind of eye-rolling to me. But now it just feels like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe because we've watched so many movies that are so dated, yeah, you know, that this one just feels like it's going to be one of those kinds of movies, right? That's all it is. But, uh, I mean, it really was. It was enjoyable enough. It wasn't the worst thing we've watched by far. Yeah, this is and, well uh, above some of those lows. I do think uh, some of the gripes that both of us kind of raised originally, I still agree with. Like, they... They were going for kind of an Edgar Wright style of like hot fuzz, Shaun of the Dead kind of uh, meets a murder awkward, mystery, quirky clue. comedy yeah. horror kind of thing, and I just don't think that it it was it, it, worked it wasn't the right as style. Well. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't work as well for me. Um, it wasn't as clever as something like Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, but 
it felt more random at times when things would happen in the movie where you'd think, oh, like when a character pops up behind them, like the uh, pretty much every awkward moment with the 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 doctor or the scientist or whatever. I forget what she was. Yeah, she was uh, considered the doctor, I think. They called her the doctor, right? Yeah, yeah I thought so. Um, but she was like a like a nature scientist of some sort. Um, and I felt like all of that was just like, it just kind of felt more random. Something like hot fuzz, especially is like timing is everything and everything's so calculated and purposeful. And this movie was more jump, laugh, surprise. Yeah. Like just kind of, haha, here it is. But I mean, it got a chuckle out of me every now and then. I say I went in with a different lens this time. Um, cause knowing who the werewolf was, I was trying to pick up to see if there was any hints previously in the film that would have led sure. to, uh, you know, Milana or AT&T girl, <laughs> um, being, you know, the big bad werewolf at the very end of it. Uh, I only caught a few things. Uh, number one, she mentioned she felt most herself outdoors. Uh, there was an early mention of things that weren't arriving in the mail, which I did pick up on the first time, but it wasn't relevant until the very end when you find out that she was holding all of yeah, the packages. That's, that's a like a payoff late in the movie. <clears throat> and then um, she was like the constant of the town before uh, Sam Richardson got there, right? Because she was be able, she was able to go everywhere constant. without like raising suspicion. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like she was able to be in all of the locations That's without right. anybody asking why were you there? Because there was a feud in the town itself over essentially preserving nature and Yeah, she was drilling kind for of oil. successfully blended yeah. in the background. So those were the only things that I kind of picked up on that would have hinted as as to her being the werewolf at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um. I forgot this was a Ubisoft movie. Yeah, I did too. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned in the, in the clip earlier, movie based on a video game, based on a card game. Um, but yeah, I, I liked this movie a lot more the second time than I did the first time. Uh, I wish it would have ended differently, though. I, I feel like I might have talked about it in the first go around, but I'm unsure. I don't remember. How would you have preferred it? I think I would have liked Sam Richardson to end up with Milana. Like, As a werewolf? Yeah, I think... Because they were kind of accepting of each other's weird equalities, and there was a weird kind of sexual tension between them the entire movie. And I thought it would have just been a better ending if she like revealed that she's a werewolf. And he's like, oh, I'm down with that. <laughs> you want to turn me and we'll just run this shit you know like i, I just, in romance not in <laughs> yeah you know i thought that would have been a better than like and okay. I, I get it right because the, the whole act scene came back for a payoff in the end and uh, you know the bad guy that you thought was the killer wasn't actually the killer yeah and ends up saving him and... yeah it was the whole whodunit thing but yeah um i get that i feel that guillermo was fun to see in something else yeah. Especially <laughs> the character he played. Yeah. Like, that was probably the one that got me both times, though. That was just like, what? When when they're saying, when he's like, oh, someone come with me to go confront the uh, the outdoors man, that the bad guy that they thought was the, the killer originally. Yeah. And then he's going around the room and everybody's saying, 
oh no, I've got this, and oh no, I can't. I, I'm doing that, whatever. And Guillermo's <laughs> sitting there, and he's in a he's a relationship with a guy, right? They're they're like he's married, and uh, he he just grabs his arm, and he's like, oh no, we're we're trying to have a baby, and he rubs his tummy. <laughs> Oh, I can't do that. No, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, I think what's interesting, though, is, you know, we, we mentioned that this was kind of a forgettable movie. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the, the talking points early on that I wanted to kind of bring up. But I I think initially over that first week that this seemed like a movie we would forget. But I, I don't think I forgot this movie, really. I didn't. Like, I think this was a movie that I, I remembered what was going to happen. I knew what to look for when I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, I I feel like I could have either a conversation about this movie with anybody right now or with you again having, like, I probably didn't even need to watch this movie again this past week yeah. to probably still have still a conversation. Talk about it. Sure. I'm glad I did, though, because my opinions changed on the film. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I get a lot of, like I said, I, I get a, a few of the things we talked about and compared to, I mean, this was week one, right? So we had no idea what we were getting into. So naive. And uh, and we have so much more, having done this, the first podcast that we, you know, when we tried to start this and the current one, we have so much under our belt now and, and you know, other comparisons to make that obviously it's, it's going to be different. But mm-hmm. at that time... You know, we had a handful of movies that we were kind of, it was in the movie pool and the movie pool was seven movies really, right? Yeah. And the hard part was coming right off of F9. Yeah. With Which obviously cr- was a standout. Yeah. With as crazy as that was. And then when we get into our next one, this was sandwiched between two gold mines of oh, yeah. <laughs> movies to talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This definitely was shadowed. <laughs> this was... Uh, <laughs> This was shadowed by two bad movie giants. <laughs> yeah. Which uh yeah, I mean I think that's I think that's plenty enough to talk about that movie personally. Um and I think I would give it a one now. I think it's I think it's a fine watch. Yeah, I had I had a lot of fun. I think the second time around, I feel like I laughed quite a bit more than I initially did. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is a movie I I, I wouldn't mind seeing again. No, if it if it came on somewhere and people were watching a movie, I'd sit down and watch it or whatever. Right? So, That's kind of how I yeah. think of things. In terms of movies that we've seen, it's weird to start kind of putting in our heads of how to tell whether mm-hmm. it's a good or bad movie. Yeah. Because it's such a broad spectrum. <laughs> but no, this is, a, this is a one for me as well. So we are currently two for three. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's for better. Our first week. Better than I thought. But I'm curious to see our ratings on this Nets movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Iron Mask is undoubtedly just one of the worst movies I've ever seen, yet I recommend it to <laughs> so many people. Do you still recommend it to people? Not as often as I used to. <laughs> But every now and then, it will come up in conversation, and I'm just like, dude, sure. got to go watch Iron Mask. But without further ado, on Thursday, we watched Iron Mask. English traveler Jonathan Green receives from Peter the Great in order to map the Russian Far East. Once again, he sets out for a long journey full of incredible adventures that will eventually lead him to China. 
the cartographer will unexpectedly face a lot of breathtaking discoveries, encounter bizarre creatures, meet with Chinese princesses, and confront deadly martial arts masters, and even the king of all dragons, the Dragon King. What could be more dangerous than meeting eye-to-eye with V, except doing it again? What would be stronger this time? A staunch skepticism of the scientists or the old black magic that has seized power of eastern lands? I don't know why that was so funny to me, but the the king of all dragons, the dragon king? (laughs) Come on. What's funny, though, is in our first podcast... This is the first movie we read a synopsis for. We we skipped it for the first three movies. Well, we didn't skip it. We just originally thought that we would try to oh explain it give ourselves. Our own plot, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Which, on this one, we were forced to have to read the IMDb. Why don't we listen to the clip? Let's do it. Pick of the week, Iron Mask. <laughs> Everything I remember, I remember so I'll fondly. Just now. give you the IMDb <laughs> synopsis here. Yeah, because we have uh, no idea. Yeah, after watching, I still don't know what. <laughs> None of that probably made sense to you, synopsis. and that is exactly what you're going to see when you watch this movie. It haunts my dreams. <laughs> Boner to death. Get back to yourself. <laughs> essentially, saying if you can get to the top of this ladder, you've earned your freedom. Because exercise, exercise. Exercise. Yeah, dragging is everywhere. Absolute nonsense. It's not about the journey. It's about the destination because the journey sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, your iron mask. (laughs) The first thing I want to say is I'm sorry, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) She watched this one. I made made her watch this one. Oh, man. I looked at the list of what we had this week, and I was like, you're watching Iron Mask. Because I just wanted to see what notes she could provide for me about Iron Mask. Yeah. So what did she think? She didn't give me notes. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. I was like, I know, right? Wow. (laughs) It's It doesn't make any sense at all. This is another one that, okay, that's interesting because, so my dad watched it with me originally. Yep. And he watched it with me again. I don't know why. <laughs> Neither does he. <laughs> he wasn't happy about it, but he watched it with me. It's like, let's do this. But I feel like I followed along pretty easily this time. But I remember having no fucking idea what was going on the first time we watched it. Like you said, like it makes no sense. But I really didn't feel like it honestly didn't seem as bad as I remembered it. Don't get me wrong. This is a bad movie. This is not great. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. We'll jump right into this in a second, but... At the very beginning, before we started hitting record, I was counting to myself. Oh, no. Oh, it's production companies. I said, do you know how many studios brought you this movie? It was 10 of them. And it took the first two minutes of the film just to show you their logos. I didn't remember that. (laughs) When we started watching, it it is literally the Family Guy joke about, is this the movie? Oh, I bet that's a sea monster. Oh, that's not the movie. Is this? Is this oh, movie? it's a period piece. Oh no! Like, <laughs> I don't. I did not remember how many damn production company logos were at the beginning of this. Dude, it was it, only ten. It was ten, but it, it felt took, like more it than took that. Took two minutes to get through yeah. them all. Well, and they they all had their own like that's like twenty seconds per logo clip to come up and show you. Yeah. Oh, da 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 da. But I really, after seeing that, and after seeing some of the intro. I, th- I seriously thought this was a different version. Like, I wasn't sure if this was the same version. Because when we originally watched this, it was on a different platform. I think we watched this on Hulu originally. And it was now on we watched Hulu, it on yeah. something else. And uh, oh, so I wasn't wa- sure. What did you watch it on? I don't remember. Showed? 
Showtime? It might have been Showtime. But I don't remember why. We watched this at Tristan's house. Yeah. And she doesn't have Showtime. Yeah. And I wasn't about to make them pay for it. So I bought it on YouTube. You bought Iron Mask. I own it. On YouTube. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> How did, you know you can cast from Showtime, right? Don't you have Showtime? That's why we use Showtime now, because we both have Showtime. Well, I know that, but... <laughs> she has, like, Xfinity, which is just fucking weird. <laughs> and So how'd you cast YouTube? She has the YouTube app on her TV. Oh, so you had to, like, log in. I logged into my YouTube. And watched it that I way. bought the movie oh, I on my... Cast I it. bought the movie on my phone, and then we played it on our TV. Wow. How much was it? Uh, I think it was like five ninety nine. Well, we'll have to put that in our. It was a four ninety nine rental or a five ninety nine. Oh yeah, just buy, buy it. it. So I was like, dude, I'll watch this movie again at some point <laughs> in my life. So oh, I fucking bought it. That's funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I know. This might be this might be the low point for me, but. <laughs> That I purchased Iron Mask. <laughs> it's okay. If you just finally cancel Shutter for two months, you'll make up for You know what's it. crazy, though? Is that my $5 purchase really only gives each of those production companies 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> That's assuming they will get equal cut. I'm assuming, because uh, they were, they were, there were probably, I'm assuming half and half. There are probably five Russian production companies and five Chinese production companies. That sounds about right. And so... I mean, with current events, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, not with current events. That's kind of I funny, I feel like too, we're just like... in the spirit of confessions this episode, <laughs> so I thought I'd be upfront that I bought Iron Mask. That's funny. Uh, oh, man. Anyways. <laughs> let's talk about the movie. The movie. <laughs> I feel like in the first, like, two minutes of this, in this movie... I thought I saw a Maverick gas station just chilling in one of the CGI sets. And I, and now that I own it, I can go back and look to see if it's there. But I was just like, is that a gas station? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, though. This movie no. is absolutely oh bonkers, God. man. I, I really do honestly think, though, this did not seem as bad as I remembered it. And I think, I think what really kills this movie which is just it is what it is right and like this movie wasn't made for our market right mm. and we know how from current movies you know we know how making movies for the chinese market and it's it's very different so like i i get it but i think the dubbing killed this movie it was really bad i think that's what makes this movie so much worse because the dub dialogue is awful it's horrendous like the dialogue in this movie is so bad and the the <laughs> it's it's almost worse than like everyone for a moment think back to high school when you had to read shakespeare in class in english class and everyone just kind of read through yeah that's what everyone who recorded the dubbing audio in this movie did that's what 90 percent of the people did it's just red. So there's no, like the reactions to things are not correct. The the inflection of everything said just does not match the, the tone of the scene or the interaction between characters. 
And there are straight up sentences that don't make sense after another sentence has been said. <laughs> so maybe it was the, the translation I really think issue it was, yeah, coming over. I really think that's what killed this movie. Terrible. Because I don't feel like the acting was horrible if you remove the voice acting from the scenario. Okay, really quick. I don't know how we haven't mentioned this yet, but this movie stars a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two notably, Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger are mm-hmm. in this movie. But also, Jason Fleming, Charles, Charles Dance. Dance. Sure. Eh, maybe that's it. Sure. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, there's some big name yeah, actors. Those are big names, though. In this film. So, you know, you know what to expect from those guys. But the acting, like you said, it's really not bad. No. But what they had to work with was... It's the dialogue that it really is, doesn't make it is any awful. sense. It really is that. Because even the story isn't isn't really that absurd, right? The if, second time around, along, it wasn't too bad. Once you follow along. And I think, I think this movie also, like the whole recap in the beginning, because I didn't realize, I didn't know the first time around when we watched this, my dad has seen the, the first one. He's seen V. He's seen V. Not it's, the it's V we watched Empire. last week. It's called Forbidden Empire. Forbidden Empire. Yeah. Okay. The U.S. market, it's called Forbidden Empire, and it's on Prime, I think, right now. So we can watch it at some point, mm-hmm. and I would be down to do that, yeah. honestly. But he's seen it, so he he knew, like, when we were watching the recap, he was thinking, he said it out loud, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, oh, I couldn't remember which movie it was from, if it was from this one or, like, the first one. I was like, wait, you've seen the first one? He's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I feel like it 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 expects you to know some of the characters, but also that whole recap in the beginning, like the 10 minutes of the, of the opening movie after, after the, the two, two minutes, minutes of, of <laughs> production companies, production logos, <laughs> is like recap from the original movie to get you set up. And I didn't remember that at all. So I don't know if I... Miss that? Wasn't paying attention or what from the original one, but I did not remember that happening. I do remember the recap, not the specifics of, of it. it, but I remember like driving it through Transylvania when he was in the carriage, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the original part of it when they were talking about Charles Dance and mm-hmm. like the stuff going on. <clears throat> but anyway, no this this for me has probably three of the most notable scenes from movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> three? Wow. Um. I mean, there's so many more, but the ones that really stand out. Well, I was thinking three is a lot, but yeah, you're right. Thinking um, about it, I could probably come up with five on the spot. <laughs> the first one is Arnold Schwarzenegger's on the staircase. <laughs> Get back to your cell. Panting because he's out of breath. He's out of breath. He's like from... leaning against the wall. <laughs> he's supposed to be this fucking like muscle head juice, like warden of a prison. And he's like... <sighs> Get, get back to yourself. But when you watch him fight people, he's he doesn't actually move from one spot. He just stands there and they run at him. Everybody moves around him. him yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the second is, uh, and I don't know if the clip will be played. We played it in the first one. We'll play it. Okay, run the clip. Should I believe you? You don't believe me. Well, watch. I broke the chains and I stopped a storm like this. Give them back their weapons. Now you actually do believe me. I can say that you are 
a true princess. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that scene in itself, <laughs> I, I I was so excited for Kirsten to watch that scene, and she's that like, "That one specifically, huh?" Yeah, she's like, "What? What just happened?" I was like, "She's the true princess, and he's the Russian czar, and they believe each other now because of." You believe me now. You are a true princess. <laughs> what? What is that? What? <laughs> which goes into the whole dialogue but thing that you were talking about. That's what about. I'm saying. That's why I think, honestly, it, them in their like native tongue, seeing this in, and I, I would wager when they filmed this, which I thought was interesting because I, I kind of brought that back in my head to, to drive my car. Where you think about a movie where they're all speaking a different language. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they filmed this because the dub is, is all English, but like the English speaking people like Jason Fleming, his mouth matches up with the words Yep. and Charles dance does their lines are still dubbed because there's, there's offset. Like you can tell. Yeah. But their, their mouths match up. They're saying those actual words, mm-hmm. but so many other people. So the guy who plays the Russian czar is a Russian guy. And obviously the, the Chinese princess, she's Chinese. Mm-hmm. So who knows if they were actually speaking whatever they were speaking because they weren't speaking English because their mouths don't line up with the audio. Right. So I'm like, I'm wondering, I don't know. I I would find that super interesting if they filmed it and like, they were just kind of in their own language and they dubbed whatever. Kind of like, uh, space sweepers. Yeah. Where everyone spoke their own language, but there was some sort of translation device. Yeah. Obviously in this, there was, there's no translation. There's device. no explaining of anything. But in it's this all movie. dubbed, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know why they're talking to each other, but but anyway. And then the last scene was the very end where Jackie Chan invites Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> the dragon is everywhere. To see the dragon. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, where's the dragon? And Jackie Chan's like, it's over here. And over here. <laughs> it's in the sea. And the mountains. And the sky. And the sky. <laughs> And Arnold's like, it's like, uh, it's like from the dictator, if anyone's seen that, but, uh, when he, when he tells him he's Aladdin or he's uh, HIV Aladdin, Aladdin and the guy's face is like, oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, means like positive and, and negative. negative. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't know what it means, but, uh, but that's what Arnold's face is like for one split second at the end where he tells him the dragon's everywhere and arnold's like for a second you can see him he uh, he acted it beautifully i must say because you can see him like wait i came all the way out here for fucking nothing like there's no dragon and then like oh i understand the dragon is everywhere and then it's it's lost on him again (laughs) oh my goodness bro you told my favorite my favorite scene because you gave three my favorite scene there's so many you're right one of my favorite scenes <laughs> is when the the bad lady <laughs> the bad princess who's imitating the, the good princess, princess yeah when <laughs> she when the good princess gets on the dragon at the end without the like medallion to control the dragon that's how this works there you go there you go people <laughs> the medallion controls the dragon the good princess doesn't have it the bad princess does have it the good princess gets on the dragon and controls him anyway, and the bad princess falls out of the sky and is yelling at the dragon to come save her because she's got the medallion. And I don't remember what she says, but she's just yelling all the way down into the water like she falls from this tower. Yep. And they just show her fall and smack into the water. And she's just like, come save me, dragon! (laughs) (laughs) 
No, this is a this is a terrible fucking movie, and I I don't know <laughs> How fucking long have we been talking about. This? I don't know so why. Long. I don't know why I like it. I really don't. Because <laughs> most people probably hate this hate this it. movie. I didn't hate it, <laughs> but it's like it's one of. The, I don't know. I can't even say that. I don't know, man. Yeah, I liked it. I give it a one. It's a one for me too. <laughs> Oh, dude, we're shit. we're kind of on pace for what we what we usually we're killing get, this week. <laughs> Three we're killing for four, this week, which I think is funny because we we didn't prepare this beforehand, but I guess we could have talked about since both of us listened to it, like what we thought we would have given them then, mm. and I think it would have been half as many. Like I I think Iron Mask we would have given a one. I think F nine we would have given a one. Werewolves Within. I don't z- think zero. Probably I think probably <clears throat> zero. F eight probably a zero. Mm-hmm. So we talked about F8 for like 30 seconds. Bro. Yeah, we so. didn't even talk about <laughs> F8 really. So, but anyway, another one that follows this pattern. Uh, Friday, we watched Save Yourselves. Jack and Sue are a hip Brooklyn couple, like many of their friends, find themselves dependent on technology and unable to put down their phones. Fearing their mindless scrolling may impact their connection with each other, they seize the chance to head to an isolated cabin in the woods, vowing to unplug from the outside world for a week. Sheltered from texts and push notifications, they're blissfully unaware that the planet is under attack. A strange event unfolds. A couple, the couple must figure out a way... Back to civilization, or what's left of it. Hit it. We're gonna be like, what was that again? Um, 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 um. It wasn't bad. Fuck, dude. I haven't played. played those for Mitch, so this is this is genuine reaction to to my guts of that. For Mitch and I have been dying to play that one all night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> one more time. We're gonna be like, what was that again? That's all we said. Oh shit! That's all <laughs> we said um so many times. We had no idea what to say about this one, and we t- I mean we said some stuff about it, but we talked for way too long and did not have that much to say. Yeah, we um, were definitely. Um, <laughs> damn it! Now when I say um, I'm like, <laughs> no, we were definitely early, early in the stages of what we're trying to do, and what was interesting about that first episode was there's so much trying to be planned while recording. We were talking in between on the fly, which I mean we sometimes do now. Yeah, right, where we think of something and we're like, okay, we'll talk about this after or whatever. And then we just cut it out. But it's not fifty percent of the podcast. No, that was what we're most trying to of what figure we were this recording sh- was. Okay, so real quick before we get into this movie, how are we going to do this? Yeah, and what about, what do you think about this idea? Yeah. Yeah. I (sighs) liked this movie. I liked this movie. This was a good fucking movie. I enjoyed it. Dude, we hated this. We did not like it. We didn't hate it, but we we did not like it. We didn't like it. And Um, I found myself laughing. I did it again. (laughs) (laughs) And I found myself laughing a lot more than I did the first door. I don't feel like I related as much to it the first time around. I don't know why. You just didn't want to identify as a millennial the first time. You're like, no, seriously, man. When she was like, I'm 30, and my mom had three kids by the time she was 30. What are we doing? Like, I felt that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This hit on a deeper level. I mean, they are very over the top. I mean, what does the synopsis say? A hip Brooklyn couple. They're very over the top, you know, 
stereotype, stereotypical millennial couple, yeah. millennial city couple, right? But there are things that, you know, there are things that apply. There are. And I, I, I chuckled quite a bit and I, I definitely enjoyed this a lot more this time around. Yeah, me too. And I think uh, this was another one I watched with Kristen, and she really enjoyed this movie. She liked the underlying message of like dependency on technology, and she thought it was going to be a horror movie, which it really... It's not. It's yeah. more of a... I mean, they're aliens, but... Yeah, and they kill people, but it's not in like a super terrifying way. Like, they're poofs. They're these little fucking balls of fur that have these long tons that can they're what is it ethanol that they're yeah they feed on ethanol they feed on ethanol and then if they're you know attacked or challenged they kind of defend themselves essentially which is why a lot of people were dying but this was a fun one they drive a kona i drive a kona did they yeah. i didn't catch that yeah they drive a kona wow god um, you are pathetic I'm, you know, I'm just living my best life over here, trying to figure out what I'm doing. We being, can't do anything without YouTube either. Being 28. Uh, my Google went off during this movie, <laughs> which was funny. Because like when they walked in the cabin, he's like, hey, hey, Google, play Whitney Houston. My fucking Google went off. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, what, was, uh, what was funny, though, is like, Kristen watching Iron Mask and then this. Um, um. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess we're not that much better. <laughs> Thank God for editing. Seriously, I try my best to make you boys sound remotely intelligent, but you sure don't make it easy on me. What was kind of funny, though, is like now every movie for her is like a scale of Iron Mask to 10. <laughs> you know like where does it <laughs> where where does this fall in in the scale <laughs> yeah okay yeah, that's fair so <laughs> so you know coming off of that this was much better uh it was just oddly relatable and but humorous at the same time like it, it didn't try to take itself so seriously i feel like which mm -hmm. was really nice and like the jokes landed really well um there it is again you 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 played it and now it's just pouring out of me um 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 <laughs> i won't say it um um <laughs> i won't do it i won't so what'd you like about it the second time around versus the first time watching it i just i really couldn't tell you why we didn't like it from listening to our discussion after having watched it yeah i think if i watched it before i would have gone into it thinking how we thought kind of thing, mm -hmm. which I don't think would have affected my enjoyment of it. But I, I really don't understand because, I mean, that's why that, that is the only clip I have, because that's the only clip that we need, because we didn't really say a whole lot about it. And I think some of the social commentary, it was very on the nose, the message. Yeah. And I think we didn't care for that. But we've seen so many movies now that are so much worse. About pushing their message. Yeah. That this doesn't... And this was at least like... Yeah, you said it was an underlying message. A fine message too, right? It's not like a... I feel like uh, there's less of a don't be dependent on technology message these days than there used to be. Yeah. So maybe now we're just... Now we're annoyed with the, the new current messages that are always pushed in all these fucking movies. And this was like a... What is it, Mitch? A fresh of breath air? <laughs> breath of fresh air, fresh of breath air. I don't know which one's the, the normal saying anymore. Uh, it's a breath of fresh air, but... Um, I don't know. I just, it, it was light. It was fun. 
it was honestly of all of them i think this was the only movie that i didn't at some point feel like is the movie over yet which i can say about about werewolves within at some point which i mean that that goes to what i was doing during the week as well but this was the the first one this week and i think the only one that i I was 100% kind of invested the whole time. And I remembered a lot of it, but it didn't change that, you know? It's a fun one. I like uh, Sunita Mani. Mm-hmm. Jess and I first saw her in uh, Glow, and I think she's great. John Reynolds, I don't know if I've seen in anything else. I was looking at it. He had a familiar voice. Yeah. But uh, I didn't recognize him. And I think his voice sounds like John C. Riley to me. Yeah, a little bit. He and did that's have a little bit of that. why I kept getting that, like, that how do I John know you? <laughs> but he does have that type of voice, and that's yeah, what I was kind of confusing it with because I was like, have I heard him in a TV show? Or like, he seems familiar to me, and mm-hmm. it was more of just a distinguishing voice than it was him actually being in anything relevant that I've seen. I had a point. Oh well, Friday. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to repeat what we did back then. And uh, funnily enough, we didn't have much to say about this movie and didn't like it. And I feel like, once again, we don't have much to say about this movie and we liked it now. Oh, I I remember what I was going to say. I feel like there's just not a whole lot to say about this movie. It's very straightforward. It is. I think what I was going to say, though, is I think we were more cynical going into the podcast the first time. I think in general about movies. I think both of us were, but I know for sure I, I've lightened up a lot. I mean, there's various reasons for that, but yeah, I think we were more critical of yeah. the little things. I was gonna in say, movies. like, I know I was comfortable going into a movie and not liking it. Yeah, like I almost expected to not like a movie before I even watched it, and now I would rather enjoy it because I have so fucking many of them to watch, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even if it is as simple as that. Yeah, that made sense. That makes a huge difference. I think it would have been interesting to have these movies be the first of our, of New Day New Movie as well. Just to see if the 10 weeks worth of movies we watched had changed us, like the 70 movies we watched from the first podcast to to this one. Another step between... Would that now would that have been enough of a change, or is it that you know you take the hundred and eighty something that we've watched now, plus the seventy you watched there, and we're you know we're good for two hundred and fifty movies since July. That's a lot. You know, that is a <laughs> shit ton. So yeah, that's a lot. This is definitely a one for me. Yes, I give it a one as well, and we are killing it. We are we're actually killing doing it. Really and well. We went into this week thinking, ah, oh, fuck, we got to rewatch these shitty ass movies. And they're really not as bad as no. I remember them to be. No, not at all. And I would I would uh, say the same for the next one, but to a much lesser degree. Yeah, continuing our streak a little bit. On Saturday, we watched Freaky. I think you're freaky Jess will cut that in. <laughs> She'll put a little <laughs> DN word in. Mitch has no idea what he is talking about. LOL. Uh, 17-year-old <laughs> Millie Kessler spends her days trying to survive high school and the cruel actions of the popular crowd. But when she becomes the latest target of the butcher, the town's infamous serial killer, her senior year becomes the least of her worries. 
When the butcher's mystical dagger causes him and Millie to magically switch bodies, the frightened teen learns she has just 24 hours to get her identity back before she looks like a middle-aged maniac forever. I'm sure that's what she was concerned about. Probably, yeah. Was looking like a middle-aged maniac. Yeah. Not all of the other things that would come with that. Yeah, you know. So let's see what Aldous thought. The hot chick or Freaky Friday Rob is a serial killer. This is no happy death day. The kills were very exciting for His me. stunts were jogging. It was just kind of too much. Sister, can I just say, is one of the worst cops I've ever I'm seen. I'm not going to remember it in a couple weeks, so whatever. Ouch. Oof. <laughs> there, there it is again, us being cynical of movies. I'm not going to remember it. What the fuck ever. Fuck this movie. On to next week. I do feel like we had a little bit of that mentality, though, because that's the beginning, right? I mean, I feel like we even had that mentality starting, but we had a theme to kind of help us stay focused. Yeah. When we started NDNM with our Halloween week. Yep. But uh, yeah, I do feel like a lot of what I heard us say was kind of like, eh, we're done with these movies. Let's get seven more. I think we looked at the bigger scope of everything, and it was probably a little overwhelming for us to be like... We have 365 movies to watch, and we're only seven through. Can't leave these in the brain. We got to move on. Yeah. And even in the early stages, like you said, we had to push out movies to bring new ones in, yet I still remember all the movies. Mm -hmm. I I could have a conversation with... I, I think I was having a conversation earlier today with one of the teachers, and I was explaining the podcast, and... I was going through our movie list, and they're like, "Oh, what's that one about?" And I, I knew it instantly yeah, of it like, out. "Oh, yeah, this was this," and I, you know, this was my thoughts, and blah 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 yeah, blah. Could you imagine if we filled our brains with smarter things than <laughs> movie watching, smarter and useful things? <laughs> <laughs> but no, my first comment on this movie was, I forgot how much of a fucking asshole the shop teacher was. Oh, I did not forget that. Fuck I, that guy. I think that's the only thing that I fully one hundred percent agree with my older self about is I thought then and I think now that that was a little too over the top. I get the purpose. Yeah. And, you know, you need to set him up as a piece of shit for the kill kind of thing, right? more satisfying, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just almost takes you out of it because he's such a dick. You know, like, maybe because you, as a teacher, you think about, you actually think about, like, you couldn't get away with that as a teacher. You would never do that as a teacher. I would hope you'd never do that as a teacher. And you brought I up hope those... there's no teachers out there that fucking act like that. Yeah, you brought that up the first time, and now thinking about it over... That's how you act now. It's been a year. Oh, now. yeah, dude. I'm miserable. I'm on you straight... Fuck these kids. I'm on straight power trips, bro. <laughs> I'm like, if he can do it. No. Like, I'm sure there's teachers who go on their fair share of power trips, and, you know, they, they act above everybody, sure. and... You know, they stand above their students. This but is next in level, reality, bro. like this guy is <laughs> a douchebag. Yeah. He goes back on his word. He calls kids out in front of the class. He like she got stabbed and he like she comes in and he's he's like, Why are you always disrupting my class or you know, blah, blah, blah. If you spent less time flirting and more time learning, then maybe you wouldn't be such a piece of shit. I'm pretty sure it's like word for word what he's saying. Pretty said. much, yeah. <laughs> It's like the girl got stabbed last <laughs> night and he's like, she's in your classroom, bro. Oh man. Like there's kids I haven't seen and it's April. Like that's four months I haven't <laughs> seen a kid. And yet if they walked into my class, I'd be like, Hey dude, thanks for being here. Let's see what we can do to get you catch. I mean, it is different up. times right now. Right. But <laughs> this movie came out like two years ago. It's not different times. It's before COVID. 
I feel like showing up to school is now like not a thing that anyone gives a shit about anymore. But that's another conversation I give for a shit another about podcast it. for another time. I give a shit about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think Alan Ruck did a fantastic job as the shop teacher. Uh, if he makes he can me be a huge piece I of shit, say, if he makes me feel that mad about him. Then yes, he did his job very well. Yeah, and I mean, I think. The rest of the movie was also over the top, right? But yeah. It, it didn't stand out as much as maybe I thought it did originally, but it still is just kind of, it's kind of too much. But we both liked originally, and I I still do, that, that death scene. Because I thought that was, we both thought that was cool because that's the first kill from the killer in Millie's body. Mm-hmm. And so it's her, it's him figuring out her strength. Like he's, he doesn't have the strength in that body. So he's trying to do all these things and overpower the shop teacher and the shop teacher's a, you know, a grown man. man. And this is a teenage girl that he's in the body of now. And I thought that was kind of fun. Like I still thought that was pretty fun. And on the opposite side of when Millie's in Vince Vaughn's body and is like pushing her friends because they're trying to attack her and she has no idea how strong she is. Mm -hmm. And it's just like throwing them across the fucking kitchen that that was good too. I, I really enjoyed how Catherine Newton played Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn played Catherine Newton. Yeah, they did pretty good. Uh, I mean, they made the killer pretty generic enough to kind of, you know, pretty yeah, easy enough to play. The There's mannerisms are easy There's enough. Many, yeah. yeah, but uh, but it felt it felt like a swap. You know, felt like a decent swap. So a few questions I had watching it the second time. Number one, and it's not really much of a question, but. <laughs> Uh, when Millie gets left at the football game, I think I mentioned this first go around, but there's no way she would have been left there alone. No, there'd be, there'd be security or administration or somebody waiting until the last student got picked up. Like there's no way she got, she gets left there. That's how high schools work these days from where we're from. Yeah. But yet, you know, (laughs) no movie. Um, it's not going to happen. But a question I did have, why is everyone so quick to give up their hiding spot? Yeah. For like, real. Like they hide and they're like, they're good. And then they're like. <laughs> they hide, he walks by and they're like, cool, it must be clear. And then they walk out and <laughs> then like, get found. The, dude, the dude's only like five feet away from you. <laughs> He's still in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, okay. So the shop teacher was a problem. And I think I did not remember the kiss scene. Oh, that was awkward. That was fucking weird man that was was a little too much also i don't think we even addressed that the first time i don't know if we did either but vince vaughn makes out makes out with the high school boy yeah because millie's in his body yeah yeah but it's just like it's one of those scenes where you think okay it's fine that it's happening because you understand the situation but you think right before they're about to do it kind of thing They'll like it come be to a, their senses. Uh, no, I'm like, this is gross. Like, we'll do it later or whatever. <laughs> no, <laughs> which that, they do. Like, they do react that way after they've already kind of started making out. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a little, a little awkward. But I think I do want to address one, really one last thing to be honest, because we could too. we could talk about plenty in this movie, like the sister. I, I you know in the in the clip mm-hmm. originally, the sister is a cop and she's. She's really trash. bad at her job. <laughs> she sucks. Uh, but that's a whole that's a whole different conversation. And then uh, you know, it's it's stuff like, well, if she didn't do that shit, then the movie wouldn't happen. So I what have are you that do? exactly. 
Right. So it's like, whatever. Why fire the gun in the air? And not at the then perp. The killer would have been dead within the first no 15 movie. minutes of the movie. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so fine, whatever. But um, you mentioned in the clip that this was no happy death day. Yes. So this was from the director of Happy Death Day, I believe, correct? It was from the director of... And I don't know if what writers were involved. And I think you grabbed the wrong context. Why? Because you brought up that there were scenes that felt similar to it. Oh, I was saying that, uh, yeah, it felt like it was trying to be similar, but that was another Blumhouse, kind of this style of comedy horror. But I didn't think it was as good. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, and you agreed. I also never seen Happy Death Day. I oh. still haven't. How did you? Why did you say this was no Happy Death Day then? What the fuck are you? you now I you're think, just lying to people. I think I was reiterating. We used to lie. I was How can reiter- you trust us Oh now? my god! I was trying to reiterate what you were saying because you were like, "Oh, there's no Happy Death Day." You didn't I'm like, have no to say that. that. <laughs> you didn't have to reveal that, dude. We had no idea what we were doing back to July. <laughs> we didn't. Now it's April, and we, we have no idea what we're doing. We still don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but we know a little more than we did then, and that's enough. But uh, we learn it every I day. I would say, <laughs> I would say that I think I enjoyed this this time around as much as I enjoyed the first Happy Death Day the mm-hmm. first time I watched it. Okay. Um. I just wanted to give the movie some of that credit. This right? was just a second viewing yeah. appreciation. Yeah. Okay. But I do think Happy Death Day was a better movie. Yeah, it's not Happy Death Day. It's not Happy Death Day. <laughs> Mitch would know. He's never seen it. <laughs> what uh, are your points? Uh, my last few things that I wanted to touch on. I love the uh, yeah, kills. Uh... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I love the the um uh, kills. But so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kills of this movie. Yeah. I thought they were very creative. You know, from the, the table saw scene with the shop teacher to when he throws like the knife or the he throws the spear into the wall and then ends up impaling the girl on the spear that's yeah, in, in the like, beginning. stuck in the wall. Like mm-hmm. there's just little things like that that was super creative. And then I lost my shit with the flaming hot cheetos, dude. <laughs> kids love flaming hot cheetos and tatis and when they're just sitting on the couch just eating the flaming hot cheetos that I, whole scene was great I, I thought they captured high schoolers fairly well which i th- i think a lot of movies missed the mark on i yeah a lot of horror movies specifically are really bad at writing teenagers <laughs> yes old people are really bad at writing teenagers they don't what do you know, know? <laughs> So there were some things in this that I was like, that's kind of funny because I see that stuff in my classroom. Uh, there it is again. <laughs> I really did enjoy the rewatch of this, though, and I think this is definitely a movie I would want to not watch often, but I, watch wouldn't, it again. I wouldn't mind you know, throwing it on for a good laugh. Sure. It's a one for me. It's a one for me as well. What is that, five for six? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Poor F8. <laughs> it, it, it's all right. It's going to get it some company real soon. It doesn't deserve it only because it's not as good as F9. Otherwise, we probably would have given it a one. Yeah. It's nah, all right. It sucked. It'll have company. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> all right. Let's get through this fucking last one because I don't even want to talk about this. On Sunday. Oh, 
Sunday, huh. we watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. At the age of nine, Abraham Lincoln witnesses his mother's death by a vampire jackpot. If I would have put myself to sleep with that. Some ten years later, he unsuccessfully tries to eliminate Bart's, but in the process makes the acquaintance of Henry Sturgis, who teaches him how to fight and what is required to kill a vampire. The quid pro quo is that Abe will kill only those vampires that Henry directs him to. Abe relocates to Springfield, where he gets a job as a store clerk while he studies law and kills vampires by night. He also meets and eventually marries the pretty Mary Todd. Many years later, as president of the United States, he comes to realize that vampires are fighting with the Confederate forces. As a result, he mounts his own campaign to defeat them. Hi, please start. Go for it. Yes. Dude, right. fuck this movie. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, it's somewhere in here. Yeah, right there. I have it lot, word for word. Dude, Dude fuck, fuck this, this movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's like my 10th note. Excellent. <laughs> uh, my first one, though. Opening shot was kind of cool. There, I said something nice about it. Now we need to. Now I can get <laughs> to the real the shit part. Do. Okay. What was it? Wait, real quick. What was the opening shot? I don't even remember. It was like this uh, is the most forgettable movie I've ever watched. <laughs> I've seen it twice. Yeah, and we've seen it twice. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. I still am not entirely. Yeah, exactly. The opening scene was like it was showing like current day Washington D.C. and then as the camera panned around the shot, like things would kind of like dissolve to show or like. As the camera panned, the time period went back in time. It was like, like a Belfast kind of thing? Yeah, it kind of showed the de-escalation of the buildings being, like, what was there and getting okay. you. And, okay, I gotcha. regardless. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, I still don't. Um, <laughs> my next point, as you mentioned, this movie is really bad. And what's crazy is I watched this before, and I still didn't remember any of the shit that happened. Mm -hmm. So I had to suffer through it again. Uh, I had to watch this with ads, which was bullshit. Yep. Um, but that brings me to a point that we haven't mentioned, but IMDb has TV. It's just through Prime, but it's called IMDb TV. Well, it's not through. I think they have their own app. It's just included with Prime. Oh, okay. Or it's like rope. Like Prime has the IMDb TV. Like AMC Plus has Shutter movies. Interesting. But you can get Shutter. Oh. IMDb TV they is just have their free. Own. Okay. So. And then it's just with ads. Yeah. There you go, people. IMDb TV. And the ads are not nearly as bad as... They were actually pretty short. Yeah. They're not nearly as bad as... What do we watch stuff on? Peacock or whatever? Peacock has like seven minute ad breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> dude. When it's free. Dude. <laughs> so I was watching this movie, and I don't know if you felt this, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead came on, and I was like, holy shit, she's in this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like... Moments later, Anthony Mackie came on. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, he's in this yeah. movie? Like, what the fuck? How do I not remember this? Yeah. I don't remember them in this movie. And those are two even. very iconic people that I know from films. Uh, recognizable is probably... I don't know if I'd call them iconic. Oh, <laughs> you knew who they were. <laughs> yeah, I I 100%. 100%. <laughs> Look at us just falling back, back into the call old back days. for Mitch. Call back. <laughs> but uh, I felt the same exact way when I, I saw both of them. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, who's in this? I was like, what? I didn't know. I don't, I don't fucking remember these two. Anthony Mackie, too. They don't, like, reveal his face. It's just the back of his head. And I was like, fuck, that's Anthony Mackie. <laughs> no wonder I hated this And movie. you're like, now I remember. Wait, no, I don't. I don't remember this movie at all. Yeah. Oh, oh it, man. It's crazy. Oh, did we not play our clip? 
Oh, shit. We didn't play our clip yet. Run it. That's how much we hate this movie. We just want to get through it. All right. Let's see how we felt then. We knew coming in this was going to be a bad movie. This one, I don't even know how we're going to get through it. I do have my gripes with it as a vampire. There's laws that you have to abide by if you're doing a vampire film. They're classic vampires, but also defy all of the rules of vampires that we've ever known. Kind of shitty. I felt like this entire movie was just a montage. Kind of a forgettable... Oh, no, not even kind of. It is a forgettable <laughs> movie. Like I can't even remember what happened. Bad. Absolutely off. <laughs> So we basically just said everything that the clip said. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with everything they said. Uh, oh. No, I was watching this, and Abraham Lincoln is a man who can kill immortal vampires, yet he can't beat up a couple of like drunk racists when they like challenge Anthony Mackie. He didn't have his axe. Oh, okay. That's what it was. <laughs> the axe gives him the power. It it's like Thor's you. hammer or some shit. Which that doesn't that's not how Thor works, so never mind. But <laughs> He man. <laughs> I have the power. Uh, uh, uh I mentioned the fucking horse scene. Yeah. I classic. I, I still classic don't... scene. That's the only scene I remember from this movie. <laughs> What's crazy is like there's no transition to it. It just happens. No, they just they just start running. And then there's a whole fucking stampede of horses, of wild horses randomly, like just right there for them to jump on and jump across. And, and then even though they're on like planes, then there's just randomly, magically a fucking cliff that's like a thousand feet. It looks like the Grand Canyon when he's hanging off of it. And then he falls and then it's like 10 feet. <laughs> Uh, moving to my next point dude fuck this movie <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you I, I actually have that written as well uh I, I mentioned that it felt like a shittier van helsing movie oh god that is the <laughs> probably the best compliment van helsing has ever gotten <laughs> Sorry, huge. Yeah, I was going to say it was a <laughs> it was actor. just a shitty Van Helsing movie. It's a uh, shittier version it's of Van a Helsing. Shittier Van Helsing movie because yeah. you already have the, the shit that is Van Helsing, and then this just F nines the F eights, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this movie had the worst pacing of oh, any movie so I've ever it's seen. So bad. We mentioned that originally too. I'm glad Did we? we said that. Oh, good. Because yeah. it's it's awful. I have no idea the timeline of events. It. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I have a general idea of what happened in history and it takes that and then adds a vampire storyline in and then skews. It just, I think I said this everything. word for word in the, in the original conversation is it takes Lincoln history, right? Daniel Day-Lewis. But makes Lincoln. it vampires. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis is Lincoln, but with vampires. <laughs> so accurate okay is that your points for now i i think i could be done just talking about <laughs> it but you go ahead i think so too but i i do have some things to say my first thing is watching this movie makes me feel like my glasses are dirty <laughs> i i literally tried to clean my glasses halfway through this movie because i thought they were dirty <laughs> but it's just the fucking screen like this movie's garbage man <laughs> To me, to me, <laughs> no one else, <laughs> just me. These are my thoughts. I, I would have a hard time believing that there aren't many people that agree, though. I'm sure there are people that do disagree, but I'm saying that 
I don't we, know. We have to everything, be the, the popular vote, right? <laughs> everything about this is just so eye-rolling and cheesy. And I actually watched this with Tyler, who will be on next week. So maybe we'll briefly ask him about it at the beginning of the episode next week. It has a 5.9 on IMDb. Oh, God. That's like six points too high. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, so this has 155,000 votes. Wow. Almost 10,000 people gave this a 10. 6.3% of those people gave this a 10. Good for them. The, the, the majority, 24%, or is in the sits range. What year did this come out, though? 2012? This, I think we mentioned, yeah, this is a 2012 film. Even for then, it seems like this is crap, <laughs> to be honest. There's no time period where this is know. good. No, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> watch this with Tyler. And we had like an hour discussion after about why this felt so bad. And I think we both agreed, and I'm simplifying, obviously, but this the idea is good. The idea is good, ridiculous, but it has a lot of potential to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Abe Lincoln kills vampires. Sounds so stupid and fun. Like, it's just, that's <laughs> yeah, hilarious, need right? concept. Right? It's a hilarious concept. But this movie didn't think it was a hilarious concept. This movie thought it was the coolest fucking concept ever, and it took itself so seriously. It also had no idea what genre it wanted to be. This was like an action schlock, then a cheesy horror, then a historical drama. It's just all over the damn place with tone, and pacing is... Basically, when you feel the pacing in this movie, it's because it changed genres, and it's like a totally different fucking movie. And you're confused on what the hell is going on. Yeah. Like you can still base base it on Lincoln events with history references and still have a fun, goofy movie. But they totally change gears halfway through the movie and just start focusing on his political life. And it just felt like it slowed down so much. Yeah, It, was it probably wasn't half the movie, but it sure as hell felt like it. It was, yeah, that's after the halfway mark, uh, definitely. And, and you're right, because he just... All of a sudden, like there's, like I said, there's no transitions. There's no like reference of time, except like he slowly grows a beard throughout the film, <laughs> which shows you the passage of time. <laughs> but he just abandons his entire like vendetta because he finally killed the vampire that he was after. And then he's like, I'm going to run for president. And then sure enough, like the vampires come back into the picture because they're the South. The Confederate vampires want to continue to own slaves. So, I wish I could have fallen asleep during this movie. Dude. <laughs> Me too. Is this movie was boring as fuck? <laughs> this movie sucked. And that's bad when when I say that it slowed down so much for that part of the movie. That's really bad when the even the action part of your movie is also fucking boring. <laughs> like, all right, last last thing for me back to it's the same point i already made making my glasses feel dirty do you think that this was actually filmed with like an anamorphic lens for the whole movie or do you think this was some bullshit digital effect that they thought was a stylistic thing because it is on every shot in the movie it's not like a choice where some movies have certain scenes where that that's it works and it's for a purpose right hold on there's a website for this Really? Yeah. Let me let me see. All right. So there's a website called Shot on What. 
Interesting. And you can search the movie. It will tell you all sorts of different information about oh, that's awesome. the the film. So the cameras used in this was, were RE cameras, RE Alexa camera and the RE Flex camera, which are like the, the price of a house, essentially. Sure. Uh, the lenses, an RE Fujinon lens and a Zeiss Ultra Prime lens, which let's see if I can get more information. I might have to do some research into what that is. But they're definitely Probably. they're definitely film lenses, so I would say they're anamorphic. Are all film lenses anamorphic then? Most of them are. Okay. So it's just it's up to the person behind the camera to accentuate the focus. I'm sure there was stuff done in post as well though. It had to be po- it was so it was so there's obvious. plenty of, like even if you click on the lens used on this website, it it brings you to other movies that this this lens was used in. Yeah. So don't breathe. Use this lens. Uh, there were a lot of things wrong with that movie. But Furious the Seven camera wasn't one of them. Speaking to our Fast and the Furious. Oh, it was called Furious Seven. Furious now we, Seven. We can call back to the name. Straight out of Compton. Okay. So a yeah, lot. Those those movies didn't look like dog shit. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it was definitely a post production stylistic choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could get to the bottom of that because I was curious about that because it it felt it felt digital. I've I've never thought that before and I didn't think that the first time around but watching it this time like knowing what I know now I guess kind of thing, you know, some of the knowledge we've gained over time. Yeah. Since then, I just thought this feels compared to other movies that I know I know this effect, right? I know what they're going for and I know this is on steroids, right? It is a garbage movie. There's nothing. I, I I tried to open up that the the opening shot was <laughs> that's, cool. That's the one. <laughs> I, we got something good. I really hey, can't man. say anything else nice about it. I'm surprised we didn't stop the podcast after watching that movie. <laughs> Based on our conversation, <laughs> we were both like, I don't even remember it anymore. And that we just watched it yesterday. So let's move on. <laughs> We, we we pushed it out real fast. This was this was rough. This was definitely would you say this is the lowest like how low would you rate this compared to other bad movies we've we've seen on the podcast? Well now that I can talk about both podcasts. Yeah. That's nice to be able to say that. Sure. This, the resort. Yeah, the resort's so bad. Um <laughs> Are we gonna have to watch that again one day? I hope not. Hey, it's we not we it. make the list. So <laughs> Spectral was up there. Oh, uh, Driver. Oh my god, I forgot about Driver. All right, let's end this because I don't want to talk about these movies. I, anymore. I don't want to be in a bad mood anymore. <laughs> I came into this having fun. No, I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> All right, let's rate this bitch. Rate the bitch. Uh, Negative seventy. If we could give negatives, <laughs> this is a zero out of one. This is a hard zero. This is the hardest zero I've ever given. Fuck is, this movie. It's really fucking bad. So. And you should feel bad. <laughs> you should feel bad for having watched it. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so what does that put us? Five out of seven? Yeah. That's not too bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, how do you feel having rewatched these? I mean, this was your idea, really. You approached me with this idea. So, did it work out how you anticipated? Are you happy now? I was happy before, but I am happy now. I think it was really good to go back and I guess 
give these movies a better chance than we gave it originally. Yeah. Not to say that any of them might have deserved a better chance, but I, I yes. the fact that we gave five out of seven on the week, that's that's enough said right there. Is that they, they these really weren't as bad as we thought they were they were. No. And I think I mean if we're being totally honest, I don't think F nine on a like was this good kind of movie yeah. scale. I don't think F nine is a one. No. And I don't think Iron Mask is a one. No. And I mean, our rating scale is for us, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. how we feel. But like you said, for for F9, your main reason for giving it a one was the 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 place in our hearts that it it resides in, right? And it does mean a lot to the podcast and to us because this is that's what started it all. But having watched it again, I would have given it a one right but right up until we watched it again and then my giving it a one is challenged slightly well it's interesting that right sense of how i'm trying to say most it. of the movies we watched this week we had a better experience after the second viewing whereas f9 is the movie that came down yeah yeah that's true and that's what i'm saying is after the first one like 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent hundred percent. You can you can get away with it this episode. That's <laughs> this it. This episode After only. That, we we got to get him out. We got to get him out. When you've only seen it once or before you've seen it, it has that potential to just wow you, mm-hmm. right? And the second you pop that f- Fast and Furious ninth installment cherry, it tops every other previous ludicrous Fast and Furious movie, no pun intended, on Tej, who was played by Ludacris, if you've never seen the movies. But, <laughs> but uh, once you've seen the next one, they all just kind of melt away into the abyss. Mm-hmm. But I totally see why Triple X Return of Xander Cage was absolute shit to us. Because it does not hold a candle to F9. And even F9 doesn't hold a candle to F9 anymore, not which is a weird thing to yeah, say, right? right? It is weird. Man, that, that makes me a little excited for the tenth one. Even though I'm, I don't want it, and I'd rather them not make it. Like I said, I'm also excited. They to have see to it go bigger. They somehow. have to. They have to. Or it's gonna fall short. It's gonna be forgettable, and then their franchise is done. But our expectations are so high now with the multiverse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've talked a lot. We didn't do a news segment. I have. You got some ending news. Two pieces of news. Okay. For what's Lay in the news? <laughs> so as promised, I told you I would come with the statistics. Ooh, don't do that. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Scott never lets me finish. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I'm right here. Uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> it's time to go. Hey, you now, brought that on yourself. We're letting you out too much of ourselves <laughs> and our actual humor out. Maybe that's for the best. Uh, but. <laughs> no, as promised, I have brought the statistics. So we have now watched 182 movies consecutively mm. for drumroll. 19,928 minutes of movies which equates to 332 hours and eight minutes of our lives over the last 26 weeks. 332 hours. And eight minutes. Wow. But I'm going to make that pale in comparison 
So there's a man by the name of Ramiro Alanis. And he Ramiro. holds the Guinness World Record for most in-theater viewings of one film. Okay. Of one film? Of one film. So he previously had the record by watching Avengers Endgame 191 times. He, he is the anti-New Day new movie. He, sur- he is our mortal enemy. <laughs> he surpassed that. He watched Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times from its release in December through like... How many days was through it? Through March. So that's 43,000... theaters in March? 43,216 minutes of movies or 720 hours... Of one movie. Of one movie. He would see like Spider-Man three or four times a day. I mean, you can't see it three or four times a day and work, but also you can't afford to see it three or four times a day for as many days as he did and not work. How the fuck does that work? So essentially, this is from IndieWire, but Ramiro Alanis revealed that he spent four months watching Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times in theaters to top the previously held Guinness World Record for most in-theater viewings of one film. Alanis kicked off the mission December 16th, the opening night for the blockbuster Marvel installment. Per official rules, he was unable to take bathroom breaks during screenings or participate in any other activity until the credits finished rolling. That's official rules from Guinness? Yes. Jesus, there's official rules for movie watching? Theaters had to (laughs) issue a written statement that Alanis obeyed the official standards. Reportedly would watch up to five screenings a day and estimated... $3,400 $3,400 on tickets to see No Way Home. So I guess at this halfway point, as I finish out our what's in the new, 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 new. In comparison, we're slacking by only watching a movie a day and different movies. But I still think it's quite the feat to commit to 182 movies or, you know, 332 hours committed to that, plus all the time podcasting. And with the final bit of good news, we're on the downhill slope. We are. We are inching closer Home to the stretch. finish than we are home to the beginning. Home halfway stretch, baby. Spider-Man, no halfway home stretch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is going to be a long one, so we will wrap this up. And I hope that you enjoyed our little halfway celebration. I think we did. Yeah, it's something to celebrate. Definitely an accomplishment in itself. And I I think every week moving forward is going to be a little easier. Yeah. Back half. Woohoo. Back half. Back nine, baby. And tune in next week for Nick Cage Week 2. Nick Cage 2 with a guest, with a long awaited guest for us. And we have quite a few long awaited guests coming up, I think, uh, which should make the next few weeks. Pretty fun. Yeah, more. I'm excited. More enjoyable. So. But thanks for tuning in to the New Day New Movie Podcast. Is that weird? That was a little weird. Okay, thanks for for tuning in to New Day New Movie. The Indian M Podcast. That's so much better. (laughs) As always, you can find our movies of the week and other information on our socials, social medias. Instagram and Twitter at Indian M Podcast. There it is. And uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Okay, bye. Halfway, we're done. Halfway, we are done with halfway now.
Big explosion. Mask, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, been too loud. <laughs> uh. But so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we out.